We're having fun. Hi, and welcome to Faith Trainers. This is day seven. We're going to be reading Genesis 13 and 14 and Matthew 7. And we've still got a long ways to go. Tim was flying solo yesterday. I was. You were, but he did a good job. I got his, my his, license. His mama even liked it. Yeah. And she was so proud. He did it all by himself. Which all by myself. He was for perfectly capable. Probably wasn't as proud a moment for her as when I successfully accomplished potty training, but it was up there, I'm sure. Up there. And you're one of your multiple college degrees that you don't talk about. Yeah, yeah. She is proud of that, too, isn't she? Oh, I'm sure. Yes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> They've served you so well. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we won't talk about that, because we're just going to read the Bible. Yes, we are. We're going to read the Bible. <laughs> okay. So, Tim, you brushed up on uh, some pronunciations because you're in the Whew. you're in the weeds. Woo! <laughs> this is the like... wild weeds of. Let's think of how, you know, we're we're, we're not Hebrews, so I guess that. Uh, well, you know, some very ancient civilizations. They here. were, and they had some pretty cool names. They did. Some of these names, you, you could call kids these names today and people would be like, whoa. So, we're, but we're, we're talking about Abram. Abram, or is in the Hebrew, Abram. Yeah. But and we'll say Abram, because we're American. Yeah. But, but he, is, <laughs> he is the father of our faith. And I've learned a lot about yeah. Abraham this year. Yeah. And uh, he was really awesome. He was the man. Yeah. He was. Whew. We're going to. Learn a lot about him. Okay. Um, want to say a quick prayer? Yeah. Okay. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity to be in your word. It's always a privilege to be in your word. And I thank you, Lord, for what you're going to show us. We just calm our hearts and calm our minds right now, Lord, to receive what you would speak to each one of us. If there's something, if we're in a situation where we need to hear from you, Lord, let there be something that just stands out and something that encourages, something that fortifies our faith. And, and if we're searching for an answer, Lord, help us to be, be seeing as you would have us to see, to see from your vantage point, Lord God. And we just thank you for this privilege and opportunity. And we just ask that you would bless each hearer, help us to have utterance, that we would speak what you would have us to speak. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You know, there might be people that are thinking, why bother praying? Oh. Because yeah. they're not seeing it live, and doesn't it have to be live? And it's not true. And you know why it's not true? I will tell you why it's not true. Mm -hmm. It is because we don't answer your prayers. We don't give you wisdom. We do not heal you. We do not help you. We're here and we're sharing our hearts and we're accessing God as we know him mm -hmm. and through the name of Jesus and we're we're exercising our faith yep. that the words that are spoken and the prayers that are prayed are going to do something but our personal presence isn't, isn't the same as if we would have to be there in person for it to happen it's not true you don't have right. to be in person personally there for somebody to have a prayer answered. Yep. God answers the prayers. God is everywhere. God is everywhere all God the time. Can hear us. And even the Bible says that before I called, you answered. Yes. So even if 
you pray. I mean, it's kind of a little bendy. Yeah. But you can pray about things even after something happens. And there's like a retroactive thing. There's no... Ooh, that's a heavy topic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. God, it is what it is what it is. Yeah. He is eternal. Yeah. And so wherever you are, we are seriously believing that you're going to get wisdom, that you're going to be comforted, that you're going to have peace in your home, that what, that this is a blessing. Yeah. And, and we believe it. That's right. We believe it, we act on it, but we believe in God, not us. That's right. We're not, it's not because of anything great we do. It's because of God. And his word. His word is powerful. The entrance of his word brings light. Yes. And then your word is a light unto my path. Path. Your, no, no. your word, your word is, is a lamp, lamp unto, unto my, my feet. feet, a light, a light unto, unto my, my path. path. Yes. The word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. Yes. And, and we revere and honor God's word. His word never returns empty or void. No. So if you're just, you know, kind of, why why bother? Just read it. No, the, no, this is, there's something happening. But there's something happening not really as much with us and you as with God and you. Yes. That's what we're about. We're, we're all not, about. We don't care what you think about us. Yeah, it, Honestly, we're, we're already goofballs, no. and that's okay. We, we, we know that. We care you have a relationship with God. Yeah. And you and get help. Well stated. Yeah. Well said. Absolutely. Yeah. I concur. Well, that's... Because this is the Lord right here in this book, in the 64 books. And when you read this book... Isn't it 66? Is it 66? Oh, 66. I thought it was 64. Thank you, honey. Thanks. <laughs> How many years? Of, anyway. Well, he uh, tricked me when I was blind. I quizzed him on, can you say all the books of the Bible in, in the row? And he did a few, and then he looked them up. And he didn't tell me he was looking at the, she was cheating. Well, I did immediately after. He did after. Because I, I got stuck on I a thought, few of the minor prophets. I thought, and, wow, he's doing really good. <laughs> He's not, you know. Said, oh, let's see. And then I got Even right them through off. the minor prophets and all that, he's like banging them out. Da, 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 da. And I used to like, be better at that. Ooh, baby. I got a little stuck, so I needed but help. But no. And he said he's stuck. I need a little I, I cannot tell a lie, especially yeah. we don't lie I, about the I, I immediately fessed up, but I didn't let her hang for, you know, hours or days or whatever. No. Anyway. <laughs> my, my one time to impress you. <laughs> and I blew it. Well... <laughs> You impress right. me in other ways. It's okay. All right. Okay. I'll keep so impress me it. with reading these fancy names. Whew. It's just Abram and Lot. There's not that much. Yeah. What's the big deal? It's not that big I mean, deal. it's one and two syllable words here. Right. All right. So we are in chapter 13 of Genesis. And let's begin. And Abram went up out of Egypt, he and his wife and all that he had and Lot with him into the south. And Abram was very rich in cattle and silver and in gold, and he went on his journeys from the south even to Bethel, unto the place where his tent had been at the beginning, between Bethel and Hai. Unto the place of the altar, uh, unto the place of the altar, which he had made there at the first, and there Abram called on the name of the Lord, and Lot also, which went. went 
with Abram, had flocks and herds and tents. And the land was not able to bear them, that they might dwell together, for their substance was great, so that they could not dwell together. And there was a strife between the herdmen and Abram's cattle and the herdmen of Lot's cattle. And the Canaanite and the Perizzite dwelled then in the land. And Abram said unto Lot, Let there be no strife, I pray thee, between me and thee, and between my herdmen and thy herdmen. For we are brethren. Is not the whole land before thee? Separate thyself, I pray thee, from me. If thou wilt take the left hand, then I will go to the right. Or if thou depart to the right hand, then I will go to the left. And Lot lifted up his eyes and beheld all the plain of Jordan, that it was well watered everywhere, before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, even as the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt, as thou comest unto Zoar. Then Lot chose him all the plain of Jordan, and Lot journeyed east, and they separated themselves the one from the other. Abram dwelled in the land of Canaan, and Lot dwelled in the cities of the plain, and pitched his tent toward Sodom. But the men of Sodom were wicked, and sinners before the Lord exceedingly. And the Lord said unto Abram, after that Lot was separated from him, Lift up now thine eyes, and look from the place where thou art northward, and southward, and eastward, and westward. For all the land which thou seest, to thee will I give it, and to thy seed forever. And I will make thy seed as the dust of the earth, so that if a man can number the dust of the earth, then shall thy seed also be numbered. Arise, walk through the land in the length of it, and in the breadth of it, for I will give it unto thee. Then Abram removed his tent, and came and dwelt in the plain of Mamre, which is Hebron, and built there an altar unto the Lord. Wow. Significant. Significant. Occurrence. Um, and a couple things stand out to me. One is Abram's generosity. Yes. He wasn't, he knew that the, the, he knew the power of strife. Yep. That strife will cut blessing off from you. Yes. And so he went to Lot and he said, okay, you can choose where you want to be. And remember, the Lord had already made him that promise. You know, yeah. Your your seed will be as the stars. Right. But he still didn't have eyes. And you will have the land. Right. This is all this before. This is before that. This is very early. This is early. But he was still, he had that promise. And he still, he was, he, 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 so, he was so humble, he did not want there to be strife. And he said, look, you know, and this is after God's already promised him some land. And he said, Lot, you go where you want to go, mm-hmm. and I'll go the other direction so that we don't have, right. you know, we're, we're just, we're too, we're too cloistered together. Well, we and, need to separate and what did Lot do? Lot chose the chose prime oh, pickets. yeah, there we go. That, you know, <laughs> Lot's his, his nephew. Yes. Lot should have, you know, said, no, You're the you elder, choose. you're, yeah. But Lot's like, oh, no, I'm going to, I'm going to get the yeah. good stuff. yeah. He was a little impetuous, a little rude. I, I'd say he's a little rude in that oh, yeah. exchange. But it didn't, Maybe well, a it lot didn't move Abram because he had a relationship with God. You yeah. don't see Lot. He trusted in the Lord. You don't see Lot having a, any connection to God. You right. see Lot kind of hanging out with Abram and 
and getting blessings because of that. Mm-hmm. But you, you, you see Abram still seeking God all the time. Well, to Lot's credit, at least he he quickly agreed with Abram and said, yeah, I don't want there to be strife. So he agreed to go and then go their separate ways wow. before. The, but then when when he was presented with a shiny thing, you know, those lush lands that are well-watered in Jordan, he's like, yeah, I want that. You know? And he knew that with, that Sodom was wicked. They, they had to have known. They, oh, they yeah. lived in the world at that time. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they heard stories. It was bad. Yeah. And he chose the easy place and he chose the place, the exciting place. Yeah. And not not the, you know. But, you know, if he really was speaking after God and he really wanted to to learn from Abram, which he should have, because Abram was, like, mm-hmm. blessed and a genius. Oh, yeah. For a wealth multiplication. He should have said, no, I'll just sell my stuff. Yeah. I'll just liquidate and stay with you. That would have been the, the, the better thing to do. That probably would have been a good move on his part. But he didn't. He he said, oh, yeah, I'll go out. I'll, I know enough. I'll go out on my own and and... Spoiler alert, it'll not go well for Lot. But it does go well for Abram. And, I mean, God blessed him. Yeah. It's like when he stepped out and said, here. Yeah. And trusted. It wasn't because he did something nice for Lot because that doesn't move God. Faith moves God. Yes. He trusted trusted God no matter where. If I have to be up in the scrubs, I am still going to be blessed. I am still going to be. Yep. That's often, we see that as a theme many times. Many times, especially Abram. Yeah. He was very, very in in sync with God like that. Yeah. And God would come to him and say, because you did this, I'm going to bless you more, even more. Mm-hmm. Because he, faith pleases God. I mean, and Abram is the father of faith. Mm-hmm. And yep. the, you know, the blessing of Abraham is come on yeah. the Gentiles. That's us. We're very Gentile. Oh, Yes. And still, he's he's our father by faith. And so, if you see Abram doing it, especially in obedience and faith, man, that, yeah, you want to do that. So yeah, I I you know it's a it's a chapter of choices. Abraham's a hero. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of choices. Yep. Abraham made good choices. Did. And he sought the Lord. Yeah. I mean, he and he and he always honored God. You know. We haven't gotten very far into Abraham's journey here, and he's already built a number of altars. Altars, and to... in and today, we're not sacrificing animals and making altars and things like that. But there are things that you should do to mark mm. significant times with God. Like when I've had the, I've had just a season of just intense, Whew. intense things this last year. Yeah, and so I've got a whole Some stack miracles. of. Miracles and then and just revelation of the word and just yeah. you know mighty we, we, mighty we stuff. don't use the word miracle lightly we don't just use so you it know lightly but but it's been, <laughs> but I marked there's been some stuff I've marked them yes I've written them down yeah you know I've honored them and I'm going to continue to honor them more yeah. you've got stacks of stuff you've written I have down. stacks of stuff <laughs> it's like I don't. We're just getting started. I'm just praying and saying, Lord, help me to process through this. Yeah. Can we? Can I? 
We can just share anything right now. Well, um, or do you want to keep reading? We should keep we reading should keep for the reading. people that want to keep reading. Because some people are on a schedule. I know. <laughs> we have a, I have a little update. So much we want to tell you of news on day seven. Okay. Well, you want you want to? No, no. I can wait till the end. Okay. All right. We have faith trainers news. Faith trainers news. Oh yes. Okay. Yeah, that'd be great. I think they'd love to know that. Okay. All right. So. That brings us to Genesis chapter 14. And it came to pass in the days of Amraphel, king of Shinar, Ariah, king of Elisar, Keralaomar, king of Elam, and Tadal, king of nations, that these made war with Barah, king of Sodom, and with Bersha, king of Gomorrah, Shanab, king of Adma, and Shemeber, king of Zeboim and the king of Bela, which is Zoar. All these were joined together in the vale of Siddim, which is the Salt Sea. Twelve years they serve Ketulamar, and in the thirteenth year they rebelled. And in the fourteenth year came Ketulamar and the kings that were with him, and smote the Rephaims in the Ashtaroth Karnaim, and the Zuzims in the Ham, and the Emims in Shaveh Keriathim, and the Horites in their Mount Seir, unto El Paran, which is by the wilderness. And they returned, and came to Anmishvat, which is Kadesh, and smote all the country of the Amalekites, and also the Amorites that dwelt in Hazazan Tamar. And there went out the king of Sodom, and the king of Gomorrah, and the king of Adma, and the king of Zeboim, and the king of Bala, the same as Zoar. And they joined battle with them in the vale of Siddim, with Ketulamar, the king of Elam, and with Tidal, king of nations, and Amraphel, king of Shinar, and Ariach, king of Elisar, or kings with five. And the vale of Siddim was full of slime pits, and the kings of Sodom and Gomorrah fled and fell there. And they that remained fled to the mountain. And they took all the goods of Sodom and Gomorrah and all their victuals and went their way. And they took Lot, Abram's brother's son, who dwelt in Sodom, and his goods and departed. And there came one that had escaped and told Abram the Hebrew, for he dwelt in the plain of Mamre the Amorite, brother of Eshcol and brother of Aner, and these were confederate with Abram. And when Abram heard that his brother was taken captive, he yep. armed... What? The nephew. It says brother in the King it James. It says brother in this original King okay, James. he's nephew. His brother... His, his brother is in kinsman. His kin. His kin. That's what that means. But he's actually the nephew. Okay, so verse 14. And when Abram heard that his kinsman, <laughs> I'll just insert that, was taken captive, he armed his trained servants, born in his own house, 318, and pursued them unto Dan. And he divided himself against them he and his servants by night and smote them and pursued them unto Hobah, which is on the left hand of Damascus. And he brought back all the goods and also brought again his brother Lot and his goods and the women also and the people. 
And the king of Sodom went out to meet him after his return from the slaughter of Kedorlaomer, and of the kings that were with him at the valley of Shavah, which is the king's dale. And Melchizedek, king of Salem, or Salem, this is how we should pronounce that in the Hebrew. And So, verse 18, And Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought forth bread and wine, and he was the priest of the Most High God. And he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abram of the Most High God, possessor of heaven and earth. And blessed be the Most High God, which has delivered thine enemies into thy hand. And he gave him tithes of all. And the king of Sodom said unto Abram, Give me the persons, and take the goods to thyself. And Abram said to the king of Sodom, I have lifted up my hand unto the Lord, the Most High God, the possessor of heaven and earth, that I will not take from a thread even to a shoe latchet, and that I will not take anything that is thine, lest thou shouldest say, I have made Abram rich. Save only that which the young men have eaten, and the portion of the men which went with me, Honor, Eshkol, and Mamre, let them take their portion. So they they strapped on some swords and got down to some business. 318 of them. <laughs> Doesn't, Do you think God was with them? It's like, Bat, remember Batman? <laughs> Yeah. Batman and rolled the old school Batman and Robin. Yeah. Pow. And they would get you know, they would have all the villains lined up and then and then Batman would say, Well and Robin would say, There's seven of them and two of us and Batman would say, Well, I think that makes it about e- just about even and then they'd pow, and the music pow, would go pow, and pow. the cartoons and Yeah, but if God if God's with you it doesn't matter. That's right. I mean, there's and it, I'm, there's that 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 three hundred number. It kind of keeps showing up. You know, these I things. hadn't thought of that before. You're it, right. Like with Gideon. Yeah. I was with this Gideon one. Gideon and also uh, David. David. And, uh, Ziklag. They had three hundred forty-seven, and I think Gideon had like three mm. three hundred was or maybe right at three hundred. That Abrams is three hundred eighteen. Um, and you figure they took on multiple kings. Oh, there's thousands. So there must have been, I don't know how many thousands. Yeah. These 300 and some odd guys show up and just go through them like And they're not soldiers. Yeah, they were his servants. Just his employees. So, you know, the Bible doesn't make a big deal about this event in terms of the particulars, but the result was... How did that happen? Well, we know how that happened. The favor of God. Yeah. Yeah, and and you know he's God's friend. Abram God is was not, blessed. Well, not, yeah. Yet another evidence. Abram is blessed. And he and then you know this was after Lot. Lot did not need to be down there. No. Lot put himself in that position. Lot was. It said yeah. that they took Lot out of Sodom. So Lot had already moved into Sodom. Yeah. Which he shouldn't be doing. No. Yeah. Probably and, not. And that put him in harm's way. And then Abraham still immediately, because, you know, he also has a covenant with Lot. He loves Mm -hmm. Lot, and he's going to protect him, right or wrong. Yep. That's kin. Well, it's kin. we got to stand up for our kin. You do, and and you you can't always, 
you, you know, you can you can protect somebody without joining in with them. Yeah. He didn't Abram didn't move to Sodom. Right. And Abram made a clear distinction between himself and Sodom. Yeah. Especially with the money part of it because he said I am not mm. taking any of this. Now that is interesting. Be- oh. It's like I my testimony is not going to be that any king or any rich dude no. or whatever made me rich. And I didn't he didn't do Only it for the, the Lord money. Makes me rich. He did it for the for saving yeah. his nephew. Yeah. He didn't do it to save those those people because they could just do whatever. They're bad. Yeah. They're they're, they're bad. Yeah. Another interesting thing. There's so much. We're going to try and keep it short because we still got one more chapter. But Abraham was very, very rich. And throughout the Bible, there are many incidences where wealth has uh lent itself to wickedness really bad stuff idleness yeah you know um and there's all kinds of so much we'd say about that but with abram he was blessed of the lord he was very rich and and as we go along we're going to see even more of that yeah and uh it is possible for a godly person to be very wealthy and that is interesting and yeah go ahead this is also um the tithe with melchizedek oh melchizedek melchizedek he was a priest to the most high god that's all we know about he's like a mystery guy yeah and and how did he minister to the most high god with bread and wine and wine right so there's who else did that well (laughs) but we'll see yes and but abram you know he didn't he he found a place to tithe. Yeah, he did. He gave on, he gave honor to God, and and uh, so anybody that says tithing is just in the, under the law, Abram is not under the law. Mm-hmm. The law hasn't been given. The law been has given not been yet. given yet. So the tithe is the right thing to do. We saw. Remember when we read about Adam and Cain and Abel? Yeah. And they gave. They gave. They gave that was a, that was actually a first fruits offering, which is different. Yeah. But people know, whatever culture you go to, there are offerings, and there's it's a thing. Yeah. It's a spiritual principle. Yep. But in the Bible, it's very clear. It's 10% of your increase goes to God, mm-hmm. and and then offerings above and beyond that. Yes. And so... And, and this, you, this gives us a real glimpse into who Abraham is. He, I mean, how many people would have not done that? I, I can't say that I would have even done what Abraham did. I like to think that I would now. But um, they would see, it's like we had this great victory, and this person wants to give me all these riches. And Abraham said, no. Yeah. My source is God himself, mm-hmm. and only him will I receive the blessing. And there were other... And I don't want I don't want you to have any leverage over me. Right. I don't want you going out and about and saying how you're the reason why I became what I am and why I have what I have. I mean, it says a lot about Abram. What a ethical. It does. But it doesn't mean that he never took spoils. Cuz sure. he does. Sure. Other times. Sure. And and that's something that you'll see over and over in the Bible is God's not got a formula. Yeah. He wants you to, he wants us to follow him and his direction and he doesn't Okay, every time yeah. do it this way, every time do it that way. Yep. No, every time find out what he wants and honor him. Yeah. With that. 
And you'll be blessed. Yes. There's no ritual. There, no. There's no... He he insists on there not being a ritual. And any time yeah. you get into a, a church or a, a religion or a situation where everybody wants to for, make a formula, watch yeah. out. I call it a ritual. I just made that up. You can use it. That's pretty good, honey. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah. In, because God is, is very passionate about having a personal relationship with us. Yeah. And... He looks at the heart. Yeah. Always at the heart. Not at anything outward. And you might feel like you don't do very well hearing from God. But if you're trying, he will meet you. You'll be able to go along and start looking back and going, oh, that was the Lord. Oh, that was the Lord. Oh, yeah, this is a better choice. That's the Lord. And and that should be a pursuit that we have. Yeah. Is is knowing God and, and being hearing his voice and having the relationship i mean all these heroes of faith that we see mm-hmm. had a direct relationship with god true true and they did that without without jesus you know before that by they by faith yeah but we have a we have a big advantage yes we do because we do have the redemption we do have forgiveness we do have the holy spirit and those things clearing off Mm-hmm. All the, all the distractions. Um, they, they do make it easier to hear from God. They do, which is good. And we have the Word, and we can speak. We do these wow. promises. I know. And we can learn about what God thinks of us. He thinks so highly of us. Right. He thinks so much. That series you were just working on, uh, whew, that was awesome. Yeah. So um, anyway, Matthew. Matthew chapter seven. seven. Okay. Would you want to try this one, or you want me to go ahead? I think I would. Go for it. Oh, but I'll have to trade. Okay. Because we wanna <clears throat> we wanna do right. Now remember, last time, <clears throat> the first, the last two days, we've been in the Sermon on the Mount, and we're still in the Sermon on the Mount. Man, that was a long day. That was a, that was, a, that was quite <laughs> a little a big uh, talk. Yeah. And, and we've got the, we've got what was recorded. I'm sure there was more stuff yeah, going on. But this is, if you can just live up to this, oh, you're, you're well, good. Yeah. Okay, so Matthew chapter 7. Judge not that you be not judged. For with what judgment you judge, you shall be judged. And with what measure you meet, it shall be measured to you again. And why beholdest thou the mote that is in thy brother's eye, but considerest not the beam that is in thine own eye? Or how wilt thou say to thy brother, Let me pull out the mote out of thine eye, and behold, a beam is in thine own eye? You hypocrite! First cast out the beam out of thine own eye, and then you'll see clearly to pass the mote out of thy brother's eye. Give not that which is holy unto the dogs, neither cast you your pearls before swine, lest they trample them under their feet, and turn again, and rend you. Ask, and it shall be given to you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth, and to him that knocketh it shall be opened. Or what man is there of you whom of his son ask bread, will he give him a stone? Or if he ask a fish, will he give him a serpent? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more 
Shall your Father, which is in heaven, give good things to them that ask him? Therefore, all things, whatever you would that men should do unto you, do you even so to them, for this is the law and the prophets. Enter you in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leads to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few be that there that find it. Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. You shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes or thorns or figs of, out of thistles? Even so, every good tree brings forth good fruit, but a corrupt tree brings forth evil fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit, neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Every tree that brings forth not good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. Wherefore, by their fruits you shall know them. Not every one that says unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works? And then I will profess unto them, I never knew you, Depart from me, you that work iniquity. Therefore whatsoever hears these sayings of mine, and who doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man, which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house. And it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And every one that heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them not, shall be likened unto a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. And it came to pass, when Jesus had ended these sayings, the people were as astonished at his doctrine. For he taught them as one having authority, and not as the scribes. I love that chapter. That's a great chapter. I do. And you know, this... Um, Starting out with the golden rule. The golden rule, and then, you know, judging. There's a lot of judging. Oh, yes. And and people don't, they think it's the right thing to do because there are part, times in the Bible where it says that we're supposed to judge. Mm -hmm. But our judgment is judge supposed yourself. to be really, yes. And always, you know, it says, it does say that you can tell the, your brother, there's a speck in their eye. But first, take care of your own business. Mm -hmm. Hey, right. is, that, is, that a, is that a speck in your eye? Yeah. <laughs> he's, Jesus had he's such funny. a... He's such a... <laughs> he's, he's got a sense of humor. He did. He was a storyteller. <laughs> it was good. How many times have you seen that, though, where someone's throwing rocks in glass houses... I mean, you see it all the time, yeah. especially on TV or whatever. I mean, it's just, it's, it's well, sad. It's, it's really easy sad. To, it's easy to, it's easier to criticize than to create something. Yes. It's easier to contribute, uh, you know, nothing but, you know, stuff you copied from somebody else or criticism of something else, then it's hard to, to actually make something new or 
or do it something is. positive. It takes work, takes time, yeah. takes dedication, takes inspiration, takes right. and it's and it's a messy non-linear process. It's um you know. But and then also this thing about the um wolves and sheep's clothing. Mhm. That you know, we will know if he's very clear. He said you can recognize them. Yes. By their fruit. Yes. And that's something that there's a lot of there's a lot of people and they're like, well, this is heresy and that's heresy and this is this and this is that. Look at the fruit. Mm-hmm. Is there, is there, is there, there life coming forth? Is there love? Yeah. Are people, are people coming to know the Lord and all that? Are they coming to know the Lord? Are they growing in the Lord? Right. Is, is there, is there something where, you know, like a church, you know, is the church growing and not just numbers, but. Are, are they and numbers can be good, very good, but is is the quality of the parishioners' relationship right. in that church with each other, with each other, and with God? Yes, if it, if it's a great relationship with God, right. chances are it's going to be great with each other within that church yeah. and because within the, the church at large. Because you're not just. If yeah. you don't have God there, then all you have to do is criticize. Yeah, criticize have, and gossip and backbite and and it's sad. It's, it's so sad, sad and, when you and see feel that. guilty and and just control people yeah. and and all that. Everybody feels bad and no, nobody you, wants to speak out or yeah. you know. And then you just have a few that and there's control and there's I mean, yeah, that, that's that's a religious spirit. That's a bully. That's yeah. bad. And and people know, like my mama. Bless her darling heart. She was crazy. Yeah. And she had a lot of trouble. And, you know, she was very Mm anti-charismatic. I mean, that drums is of the devil. And, you know, certain Bible versions are of the devil. And definitely speaking in tongues is... It's not for today. You know, all that. Right. But she would... She would... And they went to a... A denominational church yeah. that was, you know, salvation Very message, love the Bible, and all yeah, that. Sure. But um, she would go to the, she would sneak out and go to the Assembly of God Church, <laughs> yeah, and have right. them, have them pray for her. And I asked her one day. I said, "Mama, I said, you don't believe in all that. Why did you go there?" And she said, "Because when they pray for me, I feel the love of God, and I feel mm-hmm. better." That's fruit. That's fruit. That's fruit, Tim. Yeah. You'll know it if you see it. Fruit of the Spirit. And and it's not, it's not some fancy, you know, gifts and miracles and all that. The fruit is everyday life. The fruit is, you know, where the, how are you with your family? How are you with your friends? How are you with the people that you work with? How are you in the community? Yeah. Are you kind? Are you loving? Are you joyful? Are you peaceful? Are you patient? Mm-hmm. That's fruit. And you can't fake that. P- evil people cannot yeah. fake that. They will. They, it will show up. And if they try, oh, it never goes well. It doesn't go well. <laughs> and and so, that's yeah, encouraging. Yeah, it's, um, you know, it, the Lord said to his disciples, you know, just before he left, he said, I have a new commandment for you. Love one another. Mm-hmm. Love each other as you love yourself. And 
this is how the world is going to know that you are my disciples, that you love one another. Right. And when people see that, they're like, what's going on there? Right. I want to know more about that. Well, and he said there, how do you fulfill the law of the prophets? Mm. Yeah, well, the golden rule. The golden rule, do unto uh, others. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. If you... If you're doing that, you're going to fulfill, you'll fulfill the law. You're not going to murder. You're not going to steal. You're not going to covet if you're loving people. Right. You don't, those things just canceled out. You you would, you know, whenever you have those impulses, ooh, I can, I'll just tell this little lie. And it's like, no, I wouldn't want them lying to me. And I I don't do that. I was talking to my kids about, about uh, fornication. Mm Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, the, the problem with fornication is not as much you're doing this and that with your body. Mm-hmm. It's you're using someone. Yeah. You're using somebody and they're going to get hurt. Yeah. Or you're know, letting yourself be used and you're going to get hurt. Yeah. That's a violation of love. Yes. That's a violation of respect and honor for people as a human being. Yeah. That's where the sin is. Not this part goes in that part. and Yeah. You shouldn't be with this person or that person. Or it's how you treat the other person. It there's you, you go into that and you do it under false pretenses. And it's like, yeah, I scored. Oh, great. Cool. And it's like, yeah, but then what? And you knew that before you went into that and you did it anyway. Or, or business. Wrong. I mean, we've done business with people oh. and, and seen them <laughs> Too just many times. do things that are <laughs> yeah. completely sti- like unethical. Yeah. And, and I've, I've to, had and to, to cut get a off good more deal. than one partnership, yeah. And and then they they are like, I win because I came out ahead on this deal. Yeah. When they've destroyed someone. Mm-hmm. Or, or even if even if they didn't hurt someone that bad, let's say they were wealthy and, and they could absorb it, um, they still. You, you have put yourself out there as someone who says one thing is thinking another all the while have this little plan. To do this thing that's right. injurious or to just get money out of them or to make this sale uh, to a customer who doesn't need your product and you're actually doing a disservice yeah. to them. And I, you know, and I've done sales and I've done business. I've started businesses and companies and yeah, it, it's, it, that is not a way to do business either. And, and a lot of people can't get that through their head and it's yeah. really sad. But if you go out and you fulfill the, the law of love, do unto them as you would have them do unto you. You're not going to do that. Yeah, exactly. You're not going to do that. So, okay. It's long. <laughs> it is. We, That's such a good which, word. We had a little though. delay <laughs> between days, and I guess we got a little excited. Yeah. So, what our news is Faith Trainers isn't, this is just our, this is just a little WYSIWYG is something just that we want to do. Bible in a year. But it was a little seed of activity mm-hmm. to get things rolling. Yep. The main mission of Faith Trainers is to help people grow strong, grow fast, and glorify God. And so we are putting together a library of the best teaching that we can find on the core topics that you need to have as a Christian to be really strong and to grow fast. And the first one is is going up this week. Yeah, it's a series called "Precious in His Sight," and it's by it's really uh, Pastor good. Keith Moore. And it's yeah. about who you are in Christ, 
Because Tim, when a lot of people do not understand mm-hmm. that when you're a new creature in Christ, all that's involved in that, there are so many things that change that you, if you're aware of, of them, like if you study through the Bible and you go through and, and wherever it says in him or in Christ, mm-hmm. it's, that's a great it's revolutionary yes. to what people think being a Christian is. It is so... So not a bunch of rules. Don't do this. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. It is so much more than that. Yes. We are here to make a difference in the world. And because we're in Christ, there are positions, there are privileges, there are powers that mm-hmm. we have yeah. that other people don't have. That's a fact. It's the supernatural. It and is. that's what I always look for. And it's not a counterfeit like Mm-mm. the enemy would put out there. If, if, somebody's... if you do this little ritual and cut yourself and do X, Y, Z and with a frog and you'll have whatever yeah. little result you think you need. No. If you really see, <laughs> want to see God moving, you will look for blessing and transformation in someone's life. Yeah. And if you become a Christian and you, there's no change in the blessing. Yeah. You're not seeing peace. You're not experiencing joy. Mm-hmm. If you're not being transformed, then you need to find out what's going on. Yep. And if other people are saying, well, you know, you follow this and you'll do that, and you don't see blessing and you don't see transformation, you don't see a, a supernatural shift, mm-hmm. there's more. Now, they, not every, there's no timeline on that, and... You can't push people into that. Yeah. But that series will really... Oh, oh gosh. So, so We could good. talk for an hour and, just and, on what's in that series. Just, <laughs> it's just the first thing you need to know... We won't, by the way. Is the, how much God loves you. Yes. Because if you know how much God loves you... And how valuable you are to Him. You are going to love other people so much more. Everybody really that has a good heart, they want to love other people more. Yes. If you understand, and God can change your heart. How much if you're, God if loves you. If that's alien you. to you, God, you can change. God yeah. can change your heart. Yeah. You won't like, even recognize yourself. Like with prayer. And you'll be glad of it. I tell. I've prayed for some people, and you know, some people. I've prayed for some people, and then they've turned around and done some really bad things from to me. Mm-hmm. And I've told it to to you about that, and and because something else will come up, and you, you'd, oh, you'd be yeah. like, "Well, aren't you still a little bit?" I'm like, "No, I love them." You can't pray for yeah. somebody seeing them as God sees them. Yes, when you have that revelation. And not love them. And you can't see yourself knowing how much God loves you without just knowing. And that part a couple of chapters ago, bless yeah. them who despitefully yeah. use you. But that, that's bless those why. who curse you. And yeah. it doesn't, that doesn't matter. Yeah. What matters is... And that, we you, saw you, that you're back. able to get above all of this yeah. noise that's here in this earth, yeah. and you're able to go above that and see people for who they are, even for all their flaws. Yeah. We all have flaws. I have flaws. You have flaws. It's true. Our listeners have flaws. It's true. If they're honest in their own self assessment. And you're able to see them as God sees them. All the betrayals, all of the insults, all of the, you know, bad deeds, whatever. Um, that's just, that's just ignorance when you get down to it. It's ignorant of who they really are and what God thinks of them. And when you see that, you're able to 
take the high road. You're able to not be concerned about having the last word because you're more concerned about their well-being. Mm-hmm. And you take things a little less personal. Goes all the way. Abram with Lot. That was an example of his yeah. godliness. He, yeah. he, he trusted God more than he had to put himself first. Yeah. Because, you know, he was the elder. He could have said, okay, since I'm the big kahuna and, you know, you, I, I took you under my wing, um, I'm going to go take this really good ripe land here and you go off that way in the desert or and, whatever. Well, yeah. and, and Lot would be, well, okay. It, it would have been justifiable in the world's eyes. But Lot trusted in the Lord and he saw things from a higher perspective. Abram did. Oops. <laughs> Abram, yes. He did. And Lot took uh, the easy way. Right. Because Lot, you know, didn't go well for Lot. New, as we're about to find out. But that, that's tomorrow. That's tomorrow. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's get, say a little, another yeah. one prayer. Your turn. <laughs> Father, I thank you for the, your word. I thank you for today. I thank you for your great love. And mm-hmm. I thank you for each person listening, Lord. I pray that you will be real to them, real as they can be. If they're only able to just see a little tiny spark of light from you, Lord, let that be enough to open their heart. If they can see a flood of light from you, mm-hmm. flood them with your light yes, and your love, Lord. Lord. Whatever they're ready for, Father, just reach them, reach them right where they're at. Because there's no, there's no competition here. There's no... To you know, you have to be here. You have to be this. You have to be that. We know that you love us, mm-hmm. and that you just want that connection. And if it's a small connection, you're happy that it's it's starting. It's a beginning. Yes. So we pray that blessing over each one in Jesus' name. Thank you. Lord. Amen. Amen. Okay. Okay. God bless you. And have a great day, okay. or have a great rest, or whatever you're gonna do next. Let it. Let it be blessed.